Hello, friends. Welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, and joining me on the discourse for this episode is Dave. Hello. And these seven Dragon Balls. Oh. Well, that's good, good that we have those, I guess. Yeah, I'm glad that you went out and collected them all yourself while I just sat back and drank some tea. Appreciate the effort. That's something that not many people know about me. Much like Mr. Popo, I'm just <laughs> un- unassumingly fucking amazing at collecting Dragon Balls. You just have a sense for this kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, you know. I had a wish in mind, obviously, but uh, did you want to think of a wish? Uh, nah, I'm not. I'm not much into the wish the joy of collecting is reward of its own yeah all right well i'm gonna call this dragon almighty shenron come forward i have a wish for you peas and carrots what (laughs) who dares wake me from my slumber speak your wish now i'm streaming a gritsko (laughs) this is a big part of why i i like getting the balls more than making <laughs> uh, thank you for coming forward, Mighty Shenron. I have a very humble wish for you. Can you please restore our friend Matt back to this plane and also make it so that his microphone works really, really good? Matt, which one is this Matt of which you speak? You know, you know Matt. He's Define uh, Prague. Oh. Monumentous Matt on Twitter. He's in a rock band. <laughs> He's in Null do and Void. Do you mean the very, the very Divine Prague that's home to... Uh, fantastic art and music and great personality. That's the one, Shenron. Mm, he's been at the check-in station all day for bad microphones. <laughs> well, can you do it? Is it in your power? Oh, shucks. Yeah, why not? Thanks, Shenron. You're a man. And rubs. Thanks. I need to get back. I haven't even watched the Christmas special for our It's already, like, March by now. Oh, boy. I'm sorry to keep you. Uh, no worries. Matt, get down here. I'm back. <laughs> and you didn't even fall in a river or anything. Nope, landed on my feet. How you Nicely doing? done. Yeah, unlike some other people we could name, I think Shenron actually likes you. Ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, we're cool. Hey, right. Shenron. Shenron, Shenron, yeah. can I can okay. I get a second wish? But Just, this ain't... come on. We're... What is this, the Cell Games? You know I'm good for it. We're not, we're not at that part in our relationship yet, but we're still on Androids. But for you, for you... A second wish. Uh, can you send Jason on over? Red Rover? Uh, Red Rover is not canonical in this universe. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of one of the Dog King dynasties. <laughs> God of Destruction, Red Rover, is not welcome in my kingdom. It means a completely different thing, Tyler. Come on, get your shit together. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. But yes, I will summon Jason with my power. Just if you see him on the way back to the magma. Yeah, he's usually there. In the magma. <laughs> Alright, juices. See ya. Poof. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey Jason. Hey! Yeah, I was like just taking a magma bath, but I totally forgot we were recording. I know you enjoy those, they are exfoliating. 
<laughs> All over. What's really fun is if you go into the lava and then you take your own lush bath bombs and it just makes it all like fizzy. <laughs> you haven't lived until you've bathed in galaxy lava. Mm-hmm. You don't? <laughs> I'm allergic. Oh, that's fair. Uh, and in case you were confused, uh, we wish Matt back to life. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm back. I missed you. I was dead. We couldn't let him stay resting peacefully, though, because there's more Dragon Ball Z to talk about. <laughs> Hell yeah, you know, there is. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I feel like you could probably podcast from the afterlife. <laughs> like, it, it, it has so little actual effect. It's true. On what you can and can't do. Yeah, I don't think that the halo would interfere with the audio. <laughs> I guess it depends on which telecom service is governing over your portion of the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending we, we on the program know, you use, um... it's, a, it's a signal booster, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's good to know. I thought it might get in the way of the headset. <laughs> Not if you use AirPods. Ah, oh, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> As previously mentioned, this is the Dragon Ball Z Rewatch Podcast. This is episode 45. Uh, we're covering episodes 133, 134, and 135 of the hit anime, Dragon Ball Z. <gasps> the original broadcast. Not Kai. The original Broadway. And we are squarely in the Android saga now. Sure are. That's right. We're going to be bringing in some new uh, faces mm-hmm. to the to the stage, <laughs> as it were. As it were. Are you ready for teens? <laughs> <laughs> the youths. Some rowdy teens at that. Rowdy teens, which brings a question to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and by question, I mean I am fully, fully stealing this prompt from popular podcast still buffering which you should listen sure, to I've after this it. yeah so everyone at the table here tonight mm-hmm. yeah how did you teen <laughs> not well yeah no one teens well yeah, that's, or, that's the trend or maybe normal mm. good point good point <laughs> we were teens i feel as I, th- I feel like we're all roughly within the same age bracket so we were definitely so. teens in that kind of Wild West portion of the internet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Where we all had access to broadband, but like we weren't all fully integrated into a constantly updating timeline with like zero transparency. <laughs> so what I'm saying is we're about yeah. as we're about as goofus dumbo now as like or dumbo <laughs> then. Well, and, and now. Yeah. As teens MySpace are now was, it's just was brand new. There was no YouTube. Mm-hmm. Napster was in full force. Maybe LimeWire. I was about to say it was all LimeWire, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's where I got my music. So what I'm saying is we squirreled away a lot of our dumb internet teenists largely in little pockets. Forums, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe perhaps MMORPGs, David. <laughs> oh yes. That was... <laughs> Singled I, out. I feel, like, I feel like you're leading to something. <laughs> I might be. Anyway, me and Dave knew each other when we were teens. Yes. We knew each other um, through the popular MMORPG, pour, City of Heroes. Pour one out. I know. <laughs> My god. Okay, Champions so, was just not as good. To the, no. To the, to the point that um, uh, my mother, uh, who tries to keep herself informed with my online life in a positive way, <laughs> still knows Jay as Fire, uh, because that oh. was what I primarily knew him as uh, the first time we ever met in person at a convention. Gee, yeah. what kind oh, of yeah. superpower did you have? I played a Ice. fire blaster, baby. <laughs> but no, but it, was, it, was, it was spelled F-I-E-R. Because I was different. And, and it, it just oh. hit me now 
at the age of 26 that my mom never knew that. <laughs> that I assume she was just hearing the word fire, fire all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I believe I, that. I need to sit down. Oh, so your friend is named Fire, is he? <laughs> I, I, it, it, it sounds like a very like neo pagan. Like I'm, I'm gonna look at some losing my today. mind. <laughs> I've, I've never Yo, been able to conceive. I'm of going it to as... the anime convention to hang out with my friends Fire, Oak, and Wind Thistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason, I am retroactively disappointed that you didn't pronounce it Fier. Oh, no, I didn't have to, because everyone else did. Good. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. It was, yeah. a, it was a hotness. My, I didn't go to high school, so my um, teenagerhood was a lot of MMOs, basically. Mm-hmm. I discovered mm-hmm. the internet through the StarCraft community, uh, nice. and then from there it was MMOs, basically. <laughs> what was Hell your yeah. What was your City of Heroes handle? Uh, uh, it's actually the same thing I use on AO3 now, Scythe. Oh, nice. Which was huh. a rejected name for like my very first OC. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Scythe, but then something got screwed up, and that just ended up being my handle in general instead of the character's <laughs> name. Oh yeah, because you were like. You were Psychera Psychera for a bit. Psychera, yes. I made a lot of very bad OCs, so that was not one of them. Yeah, Um, I was... And I wrote a lot of very, very, very bad inadvised crossovers. (laughs) Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I didn't do fan fiction, but I did do fan art of various City of Heroes characters, because man, the costume creation was just so robust. It really was. That's, uh, that's what it's all about. I think my character. Uh, oh yeah, I wanted to name mine Shadow, but it was taken. Hmm. So I you uh, don't did say. A, <laughs> so I did a, a, a Google Translate and did the Japanese version of Shadow, <laughs> which is OGK, yeah. which became like nice. one of my main OCs throughout most of high school. <laughs> God bless. Hell yeah. <laughs> The best. There was, <laughs> I wish there, there was a player-made uh, storyline in that game when they added player-made content. Um, oh, wait, no. It was Fear. My bad. Anyway. Yeah, um, where uh, your character, the, the player character, was positioned as, like, the mentor, you know, like a mentorship program for new superheroes. I loved that. And every member mm. of... No, no, that was a game mechanic. Yeah, I this, loved that. It was the best thing about that game, but um, this was a player-made storyline where your character was positioned as a mentor to a bunch of new heroes, and all of them were terrible OCs, just a different kind of terrible OC (laughs) trope, and there was one guy who was basically the character you're describing, Matt. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. Dark dark the dark guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I wish Aaron were here because we were actually teens in real life near each other at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to maybe wait to see if he can make it for a later recording to learn mm-hmm. more. Um, but I spent half of I was I was living a double life as a teen in real life and also as a cool internet <laughs> internet teen, <laughs> internet whiz kid, internet whiz kid. Uh, Matt, you and I have never met in real life, Mm-mm. but we knew each other on the internet for quite a while. Yeah. I don't know if we've uh, mentioned it on the show. Dave, I went to high school, but that didn't matter. I still uh, spent most of my time on the internet as well. I think I I have, like, two free people from high school that I actually still like. <laughs> but uh, uh, I spent most of my time on a, a forum called Ke- Kingdom Hearts Insider. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
<laughs> where I think uh, my username was at first uh, Heartless Nobody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't, couldn't and, decide which one you wanted. <laughs> I think uh, a, 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 I think it was a similar story to the City of Heroes one, where I wanted to be Heartless, but that was taken. <laughs> <laughs> the, the real Heartless. <laughs> yep. And uh, then it like eventually became like OGK Shadow because City of Heroes, mm-hmm. and then eventually like my actual online handles. But that's where I met Tyler on the the art section, drawing mm-hmm. OC with nobodies, and it, <laughs> and I think uh, I I liked him at first because he had a One Piece username. Yep. <laughs> I I kept changing my username on there. Uh-oh. Uh, that was probably how we met was through the One Piece one, but my original username on there was Disney fan, but the Diz was D-I-Z, like Diz <gasps> from Kingdom Hearts. Whoa. Darkness in zero! <laughs> because bef- before Kingdom Hearts 2 came out and all we knew about Diz was from Chain of Memories, uh, we didn't know his identity, so I was mm-hmm. convinced that he was Walt Disney. That was my fan theory. I love it. That, that has to be what Kingdom Hearts is leading up to, right? <laughs> like, that has to be the final reveal. Well, we already have Walt Disney. It's Yen Sid. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, that's who the Master of Masters really is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You, Matt, you just reminded me of the other most important part of my, like, young teenagerhood, which I actually have not thought about in a very long time until just now, is that I, there was one big fan site where full of, like, big theorization and... OCs and fanfic writing that I was on when I was a teenager, and that was Bionicle. <laughs> was oh, on, wow. I was on the bzpower.net Power, BZ was the, the fan the site. The sea bore life. The and sea I... bore us. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You cannot stop us, but you are a Matarin. <laughs> I'm referencing the browser-based Flash game that I played the shit out you of. Ex- you expected something else? Something like <laughs> this, <laughs> and then the music would kick on, mm-hmm. and like the whole. I would the, watch. You, you know what the crazy thing is? You can't actually replay that game. Like you can play it. There's places on the internet where it's preserved, but it it doesn't work because today's computers run it too well. <laughs> oh, all, no. all the timing is wrong, and everything in it feels too hasty and abrupt because it it runs too well. Oh god, the, that is the true that experience is, is lost to time. Yeah. That is actually heartbreaking. That's pure like it's, that is it's a, heartbreaking in a hilarious way though. It, yeah. Anyway, just so this will tell you everything you need to know about what I thought was cool when I was a teenager. My claim to fame on bzpower.net um, was that I wrote a <laughs> a, te- a technically unfinished but at the end 10 part comedic fanfiction uh, in which uh, Makuta, the villain of, arch-villain of Bionicle, takes the Eds from Ed, Ed, Nettie as his newest minions. Uh, and everything goes, what? Very ba- everything goes very badly for him, as you might imagine. Yeah, I would expect so. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Jay and I have taken up all the oxygen here, Tyler. How did, that- how did, you, how did you teen? I mean, we we covered it. It was on Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I guess we've also for... covered a lot of it in previous episodes. And, uh, yeah, and your OCs and making Dragon Ball OCs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I I do want to say, whenever I wasn't on uh, the Kingdom Hearts forums, uh, we mentioned that this was the era before YouTube, 
Well, the place I would go that wasn't that was a website called amvs.net. <laughs> where I would download, consume, and also create anime music videos. Okay. I, I made I was obsessed. I'm going to guess your music choice. Maybe Linkin Park. Uh, nope. Possibly from the Meteor album. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. I was I was a uh, uh, off the beaten path. I usually went with like retro music. You're a man oh. of culture. Yeah. Wow. I, I made um, Kingdom Hearts AMVs all involving like European power metal. <laughs> I think I was the only person filling that particular niche. I think uh, I actually still have on my personal YouTube one of my uh, AMVs. That I made that I'm actually like still okay with. Oh, which was uh, yeah, hell yeah, which was a uh, it was a compilation. Of our past. Um, yeah, I think the editing's still good. It's just that I made them in Windows Movie Maker, so the quality. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> it's the, just the video just, quality is terrible. Yeah, just cut to cut to cut. No actual, actual effects or anything like that. I don't need them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all editing, baby. <laughs> but, I uh, do want to um... see some Kingdom Hearts two cutscenes set to Keldian, though. Like that is something. <laughs> I Oh want. God. Yeah, you're right. That has to happen. God damn it! <laughs> I don't want to be a hero anymore. The the last one I did was uh, a video compilation of Pink Floyd's Brain Damage, set to like <laughs> various like quote crazy characters in anime. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, oh boy! It was it was edgy. I don't. Okay, here's the thing. I did not have. I didn't really have a big DeviantArt presence. I was I was an alt kid and mm-hmm. and wanted to put host my art my art. You were a cheesy uh, art fan. I was a cheesy art kid for sure, <laughs> completely because they let me change the colors on my profile and I wasn't that green. <laughs> nice. I wanted red because my name was Fire. <laughs> um, and I don't think cheesy art is a th- is an extant thing. I have um, not checked in a long time, so I wouldn't know. Anymore. So I think most of that art is just kind of in the dead zone. So, mm. you know. Come see, come saw. <laughs> uh, so what I'm hearing is that we were not necessarily rowdy teens. Uh, <laughs> no. I would, it, I would say we were probably fairly lame. Yeah, but certainly <laughs> digital. So we do share that in common with these teens. Even by the standards of my own nerdy community, I was lame. <laughs> so what you're saying is we're absolute shoo-ins to spend around an hour and a half talking about Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, look oh, at oh us boy. now. <laughs> Show them. Now we're lame in a cool way. Got him. <laughs> Our first episode tonight, 133, the English title is Nightmare Comes True. Check out this intense title background. Yeah. Uh-uh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> The Japanese title roughly translates to, And the Terror Becomes Reality. Number 7 and number 18 awaken! Number Number 7? Number 17. Ah. So Vegeta has a unique flight pattern right at the start here. Yeah? They're doing this, like, trying to do this dynamic shot thing, but they just slide him, like, diagonally up across the screen. (laughs) It was just funny looking, because below him is ocean, so I just imagined he was in the water for a little bit. (laughs) He was was tacking against the wind, is what he was doing. The hair really acts as a sail. (laughs) He was filling himself. He's also very confident that he's gonna grind these androids to dust. Because he's a super saiyan now. Trying to fill fill my super saiyan oats. You know, at this point, I'm almost expecting him to be wrong about what a Super Saiyan is again still for now. 
Hey, hey, Dave. Mm-hmm. He kind of is. Yeah. In a little bit here, he will be. Uh, uh, okay. You'll know what I mean when we get to it. <laughs> oh, my. He's very quick to assume that he's right about everything. Yeah. But, but we know yeah. this. I realized when watching these episodes that Vegeta's kind of responsible for everything bad that happens from here on out. The entirety of the arc. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he, he he accepted that uh, that position from Piccolo. <laughs> Piccolo is responsible for everything bad in the first couple of arcs. The torch has been passed. Yeah. <laughs> in several different ways. Uh, Goku is having a spooky android fever dream. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> In the fucking, like, grape-flavored poison death dream zone. Yep. We're... Whenever your your dog is having a bad dream and kicking his legs. <laughs> That's what he's seeing? <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, no. I will wake him up instantly every time. He appears to be uh, being assaulted by some kind of pink goop monster, which I think is a ridiculous idea for a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would never work. Mm-mm. It's a so, good thing Goku flat out says he's never seen anything like this before. <laughs> Some kind he of never weird will. pink shapeshifter. Yeah. You know, spooky Stupid. red eyes. Absolutely Stupid. like ludicrous. Who would even imagine such a villain? Come on, it's Goku. Get... We're on androids. Let's get back to this old man. With Haven't, that you... <laughs> Haven't you seen an android before? It's an old man with an exposed brain. <laughs> <laughs> or a Frankenstein. Or a Terminator. <laughs> Depending on how far back you go. Uh, a guy Yamcha. with a trucker hat. <laughs> That's not canon. We don't talk about those. Uh, Yamcha and Chi-Chi are rooting for him while he's unconscious. And the Z-Warriors arrive at North City. So it's time to start looking for the lab. Yeah. Before that, though, there's extended flying antics with Gohan, Bulma, Trunks, and Yajirobe. Oh, boy. <laughs> this Here we go. pointless and goes nowhere, but there are jokes in it, so... It chews up runtime. It does. I'm surprised Yajirobe has not fallen off like five times by now. Because there are at least like two instances or so where he like claps his hands together. Yeah, entirely in, let's like, go. As the pr- in like the prayer state. Like, please don't drop me. But that would have completely... You know what? Forget it. It's fine. <laughs> for this sequence, I it's just fine. Wrote, for this sequence I just wrote down, Bulma, do not drop your baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Super Saiyan baby. He'll be fine. <laughs> That's probably I like that she regularly forgets that what Trunks is like as a grown-up. <laughs> it is kind of a weird thing to grapple with mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinda, I imagine yeah. I imagine but you, you meant... just compartmentalize that away. Yeah, sure. File that file that under whoa. <laughs> yeah. I would not want to be like walking out of a hospital babe in arms and then like be greeted on the steps like hi i'm the kid you're holding in th- in like 20 years <laughs> what's up also i'm a badass <laughs> later the z warriors think that the third time is going to be the charm on this let's split up plan <laughs> <laughs> at least they, at they least take senzu up... beans this time yeah they yeah. at least set up some reasonable contingencies yeah it's, it's, on this one. it's the b squad so mm-hmm. <laughs> And the B stands for beans, because they're going to need them. (laughs) Uh, Jiro is running along, trying to get to his lab, and we get visual confirmation of Zenzu. Yeah! I was about to say! Yep, (laughs) it's Zenzu the second. Dr. Zenzu, I presume. I guess he got rid of all the prosthetics. Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Or at least is uh, covering them 
Yeah, he's got better. like a he's got like a flesho silicone mold. Well, he's he decided just out to on a, uh, on a recreational hunt. Yeah, he decided to take a break. He decided to take a break from uh, mad sciencing to look for Doctor Giro's lab, but under the guise of hunting. Oh, yes, so, Jason, yeah. this was my theory as well. Yeah, it's all coming yeah. together, man. <laughs> he shoots a bullet at Doctor Giro, who catches it, and he says, "I thought you were a deer. Are you okay?" What fucking deer looks like an old man with an exposed brain? <laughs> Tyler, it's that left to be completely fair. Tyler, this he, is he actually Dragon said Ball. you look like a deer. <laughs> to be completely fair, Tyler, this is Dragon World. There might be some weird ass deer out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these deers might be running for public office. Yeah, that too. <laughs> there could be experiments escaping from Doctor Zero's lab, which is in these mountains. <laughs> projected experiments. I still believe that he was looking for Giro's lab. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Dr. Giro could have dealt with him very easily by doing things that didn't involve making a big flash of light. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Like, hang him upside down from a tree. Also, I'm surprised Sensu survived any of that shit. Because he yeah, did I get was... beamed into a tree. I was excited that we got to see him, and then he gets blasted, and I was like, aw, but he's dead now, so we have to remove him from our cannon. But no, <laughs> he survived that too. He's left in a tree. Yeah. And he meets Krillin, and Krillin leaves him yep. in the tree. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. He's got a cybernetic arm. He's he, he's a brilliant scientist. Dr. Senzu will be A-OK. <laughs> Krillin doesn't know this, but Senzu will remember this. <laughs> Our, oh Jesus! <laughs> you know, our little fandom is a is a damn fucking thing, ain't it? It sure is. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Uh, Krillin gets jumped by Jiro and is left in a ditch. When Jiro notices Piccolo is nearby, he doesn't want to make a big scene. And uh, Jiro finally finds the entrance to his lab, but Krillin was able to follow him. <gasps> the yeah. sub the, the subtitles do something kind of great here. Um, and it's not unsupported by the way that he actually says the line, but the subtitles, you know, he, he's talking about Krillin, uh, you know, it's like, this Krillin cannot, you know, cannot stop me. He's, he's <laughs> helpless against me, but he's like, this Krillin, and then the subtitles show Krillin in quotation marks. It's like, <laughs> this Krillin, if that is his real name. <laughs> Krillin is a species. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, Krillin's getting horribly beaten within an inch of his life and coughing blood all over the place. Now it's Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am surprised that that did not happen. <laughs> right. So, okay, this brings us to our next sequence, because Piccolo says, hey, if you spot where Jiro's lab is, or you know yep, where, yeah. the, where the doctor is, Send up Fucking your energy up. level real, real big so we can you sense know, you. It's yep. an easy thing you do all the time. Yep. And he and Krillin sees Jiro going into his lab. Yep. And does nothing <laughs> for a bit. And when he does do something, he is struggling. <laughs> it's uh. almost like he forgot how to do it. <laughs> like Maybe veins can, are popping. Maybe he can pulse his key in Morse code or something. <laughs> that seems unnecessary uh, while he tries to alert everyone Jiro starts to work on uh, activating the other androids mm. and 17 and 18 wake up out of their pods that are marked with a 17 and an 18 hmm. respectively that's true you know he doesn't want to forget which is which uh, 17 the black haired boy with the bandana notices the controller in Jiro's hand 
and he decides to play nice. Shades of Broly here. Yeah, a little bit. Or, little I, guess, bit. or I guess the other way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, 18, when she gets up, she also sees the controller. Neat little Wiimote you got there. Let me... Uh... <laughs> Shame if something happened to it. <laughs> the reveal of these two is incredible. Because yeah. it just pans up from the bottom, fashion first. Yeah. So the very first thing that we see of 17 is his terrible socks. <laughs> and his yes. horrible and his horrible un- untied sneakers and his crooked ass belt. <laughs> so that you torn know jeans. that so torn that you, jeans. Yeah, torn jeans so that you know that this guy is definitely a bad teen. Oh yeah. And his cool bandana, not a scarf, Vegeta. <laughs> and then 18, 18 has a denim jacket. <laughs> the darkness in her soul clearly Man. knows no balance. <laughs> I I fucking love that that jacket. Yeah, I like 18's the design red a lot. Logo Bo- on both it. of them have great looks. I do like that 17 looks like a Nomura from the waist down, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Uh, Completely. Yeah, you're not wrong. I love these villains so much. <laughs> I am going to be taking stock as this series goes on, but I am of the personal opinion at this moment that the androids are my favorite antagonists. They're pretty good. Interesting. Um, because it's... <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. I like that it is a pair of villains, which we've had before with, like, Vegeta and Nappa, but uh, they, for the most part, enjoy each other's company, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they actually equals. get along and are like-minded for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, a character of this significance being a girl is uh, is a plus. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you're right. Actually, mm-hmm. there is a uh, a sincere lack of good villainesses in this <laughs> series. <clears throat> Not since Snake Princess. <laughs> <laughs> and who can compete with that? That's true. Android uh, eighteen. <laughs> She's damn well going to try. <laughs> she will. Uh, Piccolo and Tien arrive, and uh, all three warriors then begin to try and force their way into the lab, like physically. Yeah, mm-hmm. not with the, not with their very good beams. <laughs> not with beams. They do it with shoulder checks. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't want to destructo disc that door. Yeah, you would Well, he doesn't want to burn the spell slot, <laughs> or or it. destroy the rock around the door, maybe, or blow up the lab. Yeah, any of them with these would be good. Yeah. Any dream will do. Go for it. <laughs> Vegeta and Trunks arrive at the lab, and uh, Jiro starts hearing the commotion outside the door, so he begins commanding 17 and 18 to go take care of everybody out there. But 17 swipes the controller. Damn. Oh no! And then he crushes it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just, just yoinked it super hard. Um, I like how Jiro started out being a fairly, like, solemn, intimidating villain when he mm-hmm. first arrived on the scene with 19 and has very quickly turned into, like, a bumbling wily in, like, the, less than a minute. The, the escalation <laughs> hits him perhaps harder than most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. Like, this is a King Cold level of drop-off. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yet I love uh, 17 just calling him old man. <laughs> when they when seventeen snipes uh, snipes, when seventeen swipes the remote, he says, "Android seventeen, what are you doing?" I like the fact that he says the full title. Yeah. like that's the equivalent yeah. of him addressing them by their by their full name. Like, oh, you're <laughs> you're really in trouble now, Mister. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It, it's 
him saying Android number 17 would be like including his middle name. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> Android number ser- serial number 17. <laughs> you get down here this minute. Oh man, we are having meatloaf now. and we're going to eat together as a family. Don't make me shut you down, young man. <laughs> I'm I'm going to count Android 1, Android 2, Android 3. Which would also mean, as we find out, that would be him counting off the names of all of their dead siblings. <laughs> that's what we like to call... That's what we like to call authoritative parenting. Dr. Moreau <laughs> is the worst dad. He's not a great oh, yeah. dad. And he's in a show with Goku in it. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like how the if conversation... you didn't say it, I was going to. <laughs> The conversation 20's been having with 17 and 18 before the Z Fighters showed up was, hey, y'all have been a bunch of brats. Can you, like, work on that, maybe? (laughs) Have you learned to chill? (laughs) We're having company over. (laughs) You need to behave. My last note for 133 is uh, Vegeta gets impatient with the standing around, and he beams his way in. Mm -hmm. He does the damn thing. (laughs) I love when Vegeta beams. Now he's got his sort of palm flat up against. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very princely. <laughs> it's a that's a big bang attack motion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. That's very Vegeta. I don't know if you guys mentioned it last episode, but Trunks is going through uh, a full on never meet your heroes. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Type it's day. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It con- it continues to his respect for Vegeta is rapidly <laughs> plummeting. <laughs> he is quickly realizing why his mother really never talked about him much. <laughs> Episode 134, the English title is Goku's Assassin. This, huh. this title is, I guess, technically accurate. It, yeah. somehow, it somehow doesn't feel accurate, even though it technically yeah. is. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got a good for, point. For a minute, I thought somehow it was going to be referring to the virus at first. <laughs> so right off the bat, the announcer... Uh, the narrator refers to 18 as a computer-driven diva with blonde hair and a bad attitude. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. Carve that shit on my tombstone. She's a bad chick. It's, it's weird because she is the least diva character of the show. Yeah. Fully, fully. Standing next to Vegeta. Yeah, right now Vegeta is the diva with blonde hair and a bad attitude. <laughs> Jason, did, did you hit up the... Japanese title? I've got it right here. It translates roughly to Too Late to Do Anything? The Ultimate Weapons to Kill Goku. Alright. There is an exclamation mark and a question mark (laughs) in that first phrase. I don't think it gets as bad until the next episode, but the narrator is definitely like stepping on Stan Lee territory this week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I wrote down some examples for the last episode for this week, but there is some, there is some true believer shit going on. (laughs) (laughs) 17 and 18 Makshiro for losing 19 so quickly in the battle. They're like, Hey, uh, so you made him like the energy sucking kind. Cause you thought that'd be easier to control. How'd that fucking work out for you? How'd it go? <laughs> also, why did you make yourself the energy sucking kind? Are you trying to control yourself? <laughs> I actually really we, love we the way that this to... recontextualizes everything about the androids. Joe, Joe was just trying to cut corners. Why they have <laughs> the numbers they do. Yeah. Um, like why, the ones that were built earlier are more powerful, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I actually think this is super good storytelling. Yeah. We had to downgrade. Especially ha- having it being done on the fly, as we know it was. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Uh, apparently, there's another android that Trunks hasn't met because there's a pod with a 16 on it in the lab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trunks is fucking hey, bamboozled. His mind is blown. Dr. Jarrow delivers the worst line of all time. Like, the <laughs> lamest thing I think anyone in this show at least has ever said. What's where that? this entire business is going on, and he just says, I really wish you had not smashed the controller. Yeah. <laughs> like, but... yeah, we, I feel like we get that. He's just being honest. <laughs> I'm quite cross with you. But, but his, his tone it really put a damper that... on my day. Yeah, his tone <laughs> suggests that it's, like, information that we actually need somehow. <laughs> now I'll just have to build another one. 17 <laughs> and 18 good. are committed to waking up 16, but Jero doesn't want them to. Because he doesn't think that he's ready. He might and this bug entire, out. this like family drama just goes on and on, and the heroes just kind of stand there and watch it They're happen. They're just watching, for real, including Trunks. <laughs> yeah, there's there's also a lot of uh, untold drama happening right now. So he's saying the reason why he doesn't want sixteen to be woken up is because he might go debug out and go like, go crazy. But we kind of know he doesn't do that. He's actually kind of chill. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the real reason is because of who he is. Right. Mm. Uh, Which is is mentioned in the show. It is never confirmed in the show. It's only alluded Mm -hmm. to, but it was confirmed afterwards by Toriyama that uh, 16 was Jiro's son. Ah. Which is probably why he didn't blow up 16 when he blew up all the other previous androids. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it was exactly his son. His son died for real mm-hmm. but 16 was modeled after his son. yes yeah that there's a line later in in the japanese on this episode chunk that confirms uh that part at least does it yeah yeah there's a part um it's completely different um i don't think it's in oh it's at the end of this episode we'll get to it okay mm-hmm. uh 17 gets tired of jiro screaming and he sticks a hand through his chest oof wonder how Yamcha uh, feels about that. Yeah, I was, was going to say, we call that one dramatic irony. Yeah, somewhere Yamcha <laughs> sneezes. Yeah. Uh, and after that, he decapitates the doctor with a kick and then jumps up and smashes the head. Yeah, <laughs> not before Dr. Jiro gets in some fucking witty repartee as he rolls across the floor. Now you're just trying to make me mad. <laughs> I, I love that the the button to open 16's casket just reveals an even bigger red button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put in two keys, turn them. Can't do this one by accident. 17, after smashing Jero's head, beckons to Krillin. For some reason. This was a weird scene that I did not remember. Uh, Krillin is like hiding behind Tien. Piccolo? <laughs> yeah. I forget who. That was Tien. He did uh, say it, you with the shiny head, so he could have been referring to either of them. So he could have yeah. been referring to like anyone in the room, honestly. <laughs> like literally except, everyone ex- but Trunks. Yeah, except yeah. for Trunks, exactly. Mm-hmm. Krillin finally like pitifully steps forward. Yeah, after but... Vegeta peer pressures him. <laughs> <laughs> but Seventeen already got bored and walked away. <laughs> yeah, it was just a weird scene. Uh, Eighteen is working on getting Sixteen up. But Trunks finally loses his cool and just blasts the whole lab. All right. Uh, losing his cool might be an understatement. <laughs> he kind of loses his shit. He goes, yeah. da- he goes danger close, is what he does. <laughs> if, that would, if he releases that one, it'll be the end of all of us. No! Uh, is he channeling more Bulma or Vegeta with this move? 
It's real hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They're so a perfect blend. 17 and 18 are fine, and they manage to rescue 16's pod, too. So they put it down, they wake him up, and he's very big. Uh, he, he's... No, no, hold on a second. He's Teenage Raccoon, <laughs> is what he is. Yes! Thank you. Thank that, you, thank that's, you, thank That's you. his name, as far as I'm concerned. Huh. He's Teenage Raccoon. <laughs> he's, I, I put him down as Raccoon, but, like, super chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his armor is crazy looking, and I love it. It is nothing like any of the other androids. Yeah, it's so weird and so out there. It's like filthy, kind of. I don't know. And it's all these bright, weird, like organic... lime green. Yeah, there he's like. It's weird because they have him, and then they've got seventeen and eighteen who are wearing teen fashions, and then we go back to nineteen and twenty, who are in that fucking bizarre <laughs> old timey getup. Vera would yeah. never have his but son wearing close. such uncouth fashion, <laughs> dressing like a hooligan. He would never make it in the in the great scientist world. <laughs> he doesn't really answer them when they start talking to him uh, until they mention Goku, and then he perks up. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was programmed with the sole directive of killing Goku, so he only responds to commands that are about Goku or like anything to do with yeah. Goku. Yeah. Prompts, if it... prompts featuring Goku. <laughs> anything even like, if you mention anything that's half Goku's name, he'll be half as interested. Like you mentioned Goku. <laughs> Did you Gohan. say Goku? No, we meant Go-Karts. We're going to Putt-Putt. <laughs> okay, hey, Android 16, can you go turn on the Roku? <laughs> uh. Oh, now you're, now, you're, now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the three of them take off together to go get Goku. Because they figure, like, why not? It's and away to do. they go. It seems like they do care about, like, actually fulfilling the mission they were programmed with. Yeah, um, to an extent. Just they don't care yeah. about Dr. Jero being involved with it at all. <laughs> it's more. It feels more like if it's, well, it's something to do, so yeah. might as well. Vegeta's still itching for a fight. And, yeah, he, uh, he thinks that they, they ran away because they're afraid of him. Mm-hmm. He's very sure of that. That's the, that's the only reason. Of they course. Delusion. Ignore him completely. <laughs> he's going to take him on all by himself, and he's going to go through trunks if he has to. And that he does. He does yeah. do that. <laughs> this is the first time Vegeta's just fucking struck someone clear in the guts to get them out of his way. I don't know how deep it is, but it's kind of weird that the first time Trunks was touched by his son was being punched in the gut. Or put, touched by his dad was being punched yeah. in the gut. That'll, I think that's almost, completely it's appropriate, almost like frankly. Some kind of metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll fuck you up a little bit, just a little. Gohan and company take a break at a river so the Yadrobi can wash the baby piss out. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention one of my notes uh, for I think last episode, yeah, unless it was this scene here. Where uh, Bomba mentions to Gohan that she hopes Go- that she hopes Trunks grows up to be just as cool as him. <laughs> yeah, that's this scene. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, it's got to be a nod to to the special. Something that we'll be watching next week. Uh, we also get to see a little baby peen. <laughs> I was about to yeah. say, yeah, we got that out of the way now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> check, uh, a long-standing check, Dragon Ball tradition. Check that off the fucking list. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel for for Yajirobe. Yeah, <laughs> and his, it's his a long day. Uses a diaper, and he's in the river cleaning it off, just to put it back on the baby. <laughs> yep. The image of of the three of them flying 
with Yajirobe on top of Gohan is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it really is. Visually, it's incredible. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, for a split second, I actually forgot that y- that Yajirobe can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, why are they just hug flying? I don't... Poor Gohan. See, where the fuck is the Nimbus is my question. Where's that shit yeah. parked? Right? Well, not that either of them could use it. You could at least put the baby on it. Yeah. I don't know how safe that would be, but... <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. That's, that's the thing. It's all fine. Yeah. It's all fine. Uh, Vegeta is flying along by himself, brooding, upset that everyone keeps fussing about Kakarot, because I'm right here, and I'm big and strong and cool, too. I don't need him. <laughs> you ever, like, go on a rant for too long, and you've, like... A little, like a little, you've generated a little bit of saliva, and you gotta <laughs> kind of gulp it down. Sure, before you I feel that. Thought. Yeah. He did that in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he did that as an internal monologue. <laughs> and I just wanted to count. Just wanted to point that out. Uh, the androids stop flying and land on a nearby, like highway, mountain, like a mountain, mountain pass drive. highway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, deciding to jack a car and to drive that the rest of the way because they've never it's driven the- before. Yeah. 17 uh, craves the open road. He just wants to experience <laughs> life, man. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like this is why 17 is one of my favorites. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he, he forgoes efficiency just to have a chill road trip. <laughs> yeah. Just, just to try something, something new. Yeah. yeah, haven't done it before. Why not? Zest for life, that one. <laughs> Vegeta catches up to them and challenges them to battle. Uh, 16's not going to fight him, though, because he's not Goku. <laughs> yeah, that ain't a Goku. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's not Goku, though. <laughs> what do you think would happen if you just told someone, told him that someone was Goku? I feel like he's got a sensor. Like, he's got Goku senses. <clears throat> it just goes like Go- an internal picture. It just goes yeah. Goku, yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> he evaluates everything in his visual field by that <laughs> metric. It's just either Goku's or non-Goku-like entities. Yeah. <laughs> 18 is up first. And Vegeta promises to not pull any punches, even though she's just a girl. Well, I oh boy, Vegeta sucks in this episode <laughs> a lot. Actually, he sucks all the time. That's why he's Vegeta. great, but particularly in this episode, I think. I think this is what my some might call a heel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is a shit heel, uh, and I think part of it is the way they drew him in these scenes. His forehead is a mile high. It sure is. His his forehead and the android's foreheads collectively could just rent out some billboard space, is what I'm saying. <laughs> right? <laughs> there, I didn't take screenshots, but there are also moments where Vegeta's widow peak, the tip of it, goes past the top of his eyebrows. It's called the, it's called the widow's knife, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> there were moments where I was like theorizing maybe that's not a widow's peak he's just doing like the the danzig thing <laughs> where he just like clumps it all in the middle with oil and just pulls down <laughs> hmm 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 this raises some questions and i don't want to see the answer to them i did forget to mention it i think it's at the beginning of this episode or yes i think it's this one not the last one where trunks uh, blasts off to fly after Vegeta or something like that. Uh, there's a part where Trunks powers up, and it's my favorite uh, animation error in the whole show. What happens? Uh, so when he powers up or flies, his hair stands on end, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but there's a there's a scene in this episode where that happens, and they didn't draw the like shaved part or the short part of his oh, hair yeah, yeah, around yeah. his head. So it just looks that, like he's entirely shaved when his that's hair is in the up. that's in the part where he blows up the lab. Yeah, yeah. Where in, when he's saying, "If he wakes up, it'll be the end of all of us." Uh, on the road, seventeen. Yeah, well, they're facing down Vegeta. Seventeen is like again refusing to respond to any stimuli that don't involve Goku. Um, 16? 16. Yes. Um, this will happen. Yes. Yep. Oh, actually, yeah, I just, just called so, just teen- so everybody. Teen- knows. His name is Teenage Raccoon. I can't. Yep. I can't. I can't confuse that <laughs> with anyone else. Yeah. And Seventeen just kind of muses, like, what's wrong with him? You know, <laughs> Dr. Jerome must not have programmed him correctly. And I'm like, you heard Dr. Jerome say in front of you that he never finished programming him. <laughs> yep. That's an established fact. I just yeah, heard him. Another but he wasn't listening. For, for Android 16. Yeah. Another what? I just thought of another dumber name for Android 16. Ooh. Oh, no. If he's Raccoon, Android 6 Cream. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm I'm very ups- deeply upset that it's pretty it's... good. <sighs> okay, can we find a, an android to kill me again? <laughs> uh, any other notes for 134? Oh yeah. Um. So uh, back to my earlier point. Back when 17 was craving the open road, and there was like yes. this weird exchange where 16 was like, "Hey, did you say Goku?" And six and 17 <laughs> is is kind of like, "Huh, that's strange." He only deals with shit involving Goku. That exchange is completely different in Japanese. Oh? So the 17 and 18 are talking about, like, we need to jack us a cool ride and take to the open road, and and 18's just like, ugh, boys in their cars, <laughs> and 17's like, you know what I'm talking about, right, 16? Because you're based off of off a real human man, and 16 was like, nope, I was actually completely artificial, totally built from scratch, hmm. and then and then 17 has a weird internal monologue, like, huh, that's kind of fucked up. Why did he... Why did Jiro build artificial dudes, then do me and 18 based on <laughs> real people, and then go back to building artificial dudes again, like 19? Hmm. Huh, that's odd. The plot thickens. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a good, like good rue. <laughs> you see, it's not a plot hole when the characters in the show acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I, what we call genre savvy. I love um, the very, very end of this episode with these frames zoomed in on Vegeta's face while he's boasting, because you have these incredibly dynamic. Like I feel it's such an action-packed frame because he's grinning, and you have the incredibly dynamic background of his aura just flickering with barely restrained power, and there is no score, and he's just <laughs> talking to some kids on a road. <laughs> and kind of boasting like an like emptily like an asshole like it's such an epic scene visually and what's actually going on in it doesn't match that at all <laughs> and I think that's wonderful it's just some old man picking a fight with two teenagers yeah <laughs> trying to prove himself uh, episode 135 the English title is Deadly Beauty God uh <laughs> The Japanese title is really good. It is uh, Good Looks and Superpower? No Blind Spot on Number 18. <laughs> number 18's OK Cupid profile. Basically, <laughs> that girl's got it all. Mm-hmm. And this is also, during the opening narration, this is also the second time I remember the narrator specifically put in a comma and said, Trunks, the boy from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we need to decide which one he's talking about now. There I are have two, two trunkses. I guess. 
I don't know what Baby Trunks would be getting up to plot-wise, though, aside from <laughs> pissing on people. <laughs> Toriyama giggling. really likes babies pissing on people. It's just, I mean, it's just good humor. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. That's good, clean fun. Uh, all right. I feel like Kajirobi above... and Krillin would disagree. <laughs> they very much would. When you're above fart jokes, you gotta go for a little babies peeing on people. <laughs> This episode starts with one of my favorite... Yeah, another... I'm still the subtitle man over here. Yeah. Um, 18 is getting ready to fight Vegeta. And, like, we, we get a close-up of... Like a, like a bust shot of 17. And he's, you know, he's doing this inner monologue. He's ruminating to himself about what's going to happen and who has the advantage. And then it cuts to 18, and there's just birds chirping. <laughs> <laughs> That's his inner monologue. It's just birds <laughs> chirping. Oh, you you meant uh, sixteen, right? Sixteen. Did I? What did I say? You said, you said 18. eighteen. Oh my god! Why did I write down sixteen in my notes? I need to just write sixteen teenage raccoon in every yep. place. <laughs> well, yeah, I, <laughs> find and replace. Yes, <laughs> I I do like that. He's not a stoic like killing machine. Like he's entertained by nature. He's over yeah. here having a Tony Soprano moment. Yeah. yeah. Appreciating birds. Uh, this this is the episode where I wrote down the Stan Lee quotes from the narrator. Uh, oh, go uh, this on. This is where adult Gohan is getting into some Excelsior shit. <laughs> he, he keeps saying he keeps alliterating a lot. Yeah, yeah, I thought like, it was the yeah. Same. The digital duo. <laughs> yeah. The disconnected doctor. The blonde <laughs> beauty. The high tech titan. Jesus. <laughs> True believers. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior! Uh, and the episode begins, as we mentioned, 16's admiring a bird. And I really I really like this bit with 16. It's just pleasant. Like, he yeah. has a really charming smile <laughs> as he looks he's, at this bird. He's what a, a sweet boy. A he's sweet a boy. sweet boy who's ready to kill Goku. Dude, yeah, when, when he first came out, Krillin described him as big, really big, and <laughs> ugly, too. Wow. And I'm just like... Krillin. Thanks, Krillin. First of all, rude. Second of all, wrong. Yeah, yeah he's got incredible bone structure. <laughs> you can, you can fucking cut glass with that contour. <laughs> it is a pure handsome boy, and you leave him alone. Oh, see, we got to get Bulma and Panchi in here to assess, to properly assess. That's true. Uh, Team, we need some experts. Appearance. Yeah. Eighteen dives in to slug it out with Vegeta. And their fight disturbs the birds, which makes 16 sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. Like Tony Soprano. Uh, Yajirobe gets pissed on again mm. for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> what is that kid drinking? <laughs> it's like, you know what? I, I did feel sympathetic for him, but he he deserves it. I just He did something. I just kept thinking of your exclamations from much earlier in the podcast, like, before the Saiyans get to Earth, Tyler, it's just like, my next mm -hmm. note is, Gohan pisses constantly! <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, what I was thinking of here. The kids in the show! Half Saiyans just have very bad bladder control. They, <laughs> they piss more than they take in nutrients. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's representative of their power. They can create matter. I guess. Inside their bodies. Uh, it's uh. a it's it's a genetic defect that you get from crossbreeding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eighteen and Vegeta take their take their battle on the road or to and the sky, really. Kill a uh -huh. bunch of bystanders. 
Yep, just so, straight up murdered. Yeah, this is a sequence. Yeah, first they, sure uh, is. they they blast past a shepherd and Yo. they carve up the landscape with beams. <laughs> I got I got a name for this fool. Yeah, he's like, oh nuts, nothing ever happens around here. Um, is <laughs> definitely someone says before they're about to get like completely beamed. Mm-hmm. I, I noted him down as the Nat Yamcha of the Swift of the Swiss Alps. <laughs> So I have named him Johancha. Okay. I'm here for it. See, I was getting more of a Luke Skywalker vibe from him. <laughs> I'm supposed to take the sheep down to Tatooine. Nothing Station. interesting happens on my shitty farm. <laughs> the the Luke Skywalker who never gets the call to adventure. Yeah. Who's too scared. By... He just gets separated <laughs> by half of his herd. Because <laughs> nothing actually does happen. Says, oh man, I knew my mom was right. I should have stayed in dental school. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that he quit a life of dental school to pursue the risky career option of herding sheep. Yeah. I'm wondering if he was like one of those sort of like hipstery urban farmers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, these are just sheep for our co-op. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is where 18 and Vegeta take their battle to the nearby highway where they murder everyone they encounter. Yeah, they blow up a lot Every of cars. Every bystander. To be fair, Vegeta murders everyone. Yeah. yeah. Let's be completely clear about this. <laughs> There's a car that explodes from Vegeta just powering up near it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a wonderful shot where the two of them are standing on the top of a moving, of a moving truck, facing mm-hmm. each other down, and they fight on top of the truck very briefly. Is that is like the is the top of that truck a stage in any of the fighting games? I don't be. know, but it should be because it feels like it should be. Mm-hmm. King delivery. <laughs> I love how many looks we get in this sequence at Dragon World's redneck population. Yeah, yeah. it is substantial. Mm-hmm. They're all up by North City. They're all up in the north. Yeah, that's the sticks of Dragon World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know and paperclip delivery. Yeah, I want to know what that first truck was delivering, because we find out later what the second truck is delivering. <laughs> second truck is delivering a big... He's got, he says, I got a truckload of paperclips here! <laughs> and then Vegeta, Vegeta, attempting to hit 18, blows up all the paperclips! All of them. They're gone. <laughs> oh, the humanity! So here's what's going to happen. That guy's name, by the way, according to the... That trucker paperclip guy's name, according to the subtitles, is Trucker Bomb. <laughs> yep. All right. Love it. I believe it. Here's the thing, though. If we pull a Shenron and wish back everyone killed by the androids, boy, oh boy, there's going to be some missed names on that list, ain't there? <laughs> Largely oh, in part due to Vegeta meddling. Vegeta's going to throw grass again. Yep. <laughs> I killed the paperclip man. <laughs> <laughs> was my doing. You can never take that away from me. North City's office buildings ground to a halt that day. So bereft of paper clips. Prince of all office supplies. I do want to highlight at the beginning of this murder spree, uh, when they're standing on top of the, the civvy truck, uh, there's a guy behind the truck just ruminating and going, ugh, slow drivers. <laughs> like, did he not see... The, the grown woman standing on top of the truck directly in front of him? I guess not. <laughs> Until she went into his car. And yeah. Then he exploded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I, I counted it, and I believe it was uh, five deaths on the interstate, and then the trucker. 
at the end until it brings six. I'm glad you counted. I felt like I should have been counting since I was mm-hmm. the guy in charge of King Kai's death count <laughs> earlier, but I did slip my mind. So five of yeah. those were definitely Vegeta. Like, I think yes. we can count the one that uh, 18 fell into as her fault, but every other one was Vegeta. Even though Holy. Vegeta punched her and threw her into the car, <laughs> she could have flown. It's true. Uh, Marin is windsurfing. Time for Marin. In a, in here's a, your regularly scheduled tits and ass scene. Yeah, a pointless scene with Roshi antics. Roshi's weakness is uh, is Marin dressed in Baywatch softcore. <laughs> for this scene, this bit I just wrote down. Not you too, Turtle. <laughs> Turtle is a sweet boy, and he's just waving at a at a nice friend who is sweet to her. To he's just to happy him. to have a friend. He's just happy to have attention. He's, he's happy, happy to have to somebody have... who remembers his name, which is yeah. what he is. He's happy to have someone <laughs> to hang out with who isn't Roshi. Yep, <laughs> exactly. I love the implication in the the bit with the where Krillin and Gohan go on the hunt for the pearl that like Turtle is the real kung fu master of all this business. He's the actually good kung fu master. It's called the Turtle School. They, it is called probably, the Turtle School. <laughs> they learned it from him. I bet. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know when you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's an untold origin story where Roshi actually learned the Kamehameha from Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> 18 is making Vegeta look like a joke in this fight. Ugh, Oof. Yucka. And he doesn't appreciate that. Like, she is uh, <laughs> she is belittling him in every way that she can. To the point of, like, punching him in the gut and then lifting his chin back up with one finger. One finger. Mm-hmm. I believe she even calls him uh, Little Man at one point. Little Man. So good. She she opens this part of the fight by flinging herself at him and headbutting him. And oh, just, so, like, yeah. she, just, she aimed for his largest unarmored point, his widow's peak. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy target. Yeah. Can't miss it. She does like a palm strike to the side of his head that just sends him careening into the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just and, a Vegeta-shaped uh, this... Looney Tunes hole in the cliff. This Love is it. when, this is when all of the other Z warriors arrive to help out, and Trunks is like, "Are you okay in there?" And <laughs> yeah, Vegeta is like, "Why wouldn't I be okay?" He says through a mouthful of fucking rocks. Yeah, a mouthful of gravel. <laughs> I meant to do this. <laughs> I I tripped. Okay, it was part I of got my plan. Her right where I want her. <laughs> she. I think actually his uh, his actual line was she got a lucky hit, <laughs> to which I replied in real life, and she's about to get a couple more, buddy. <laughs> Seventeen is going to let the fighting continue, and he will only step in if one of the Z warriors tries to help Vegeta. Which they weren't going to anyway. No, no. Vege- <laughs> also, Vegeta wants this one on one anyway. Ve- Vegeta claims uh, those cowards wouldn't risk their life for me anyway. <laughs> It's like, nah, buddy. It's not because they're cowards. What a cry for help. <laughs> Masked. Yeah. These yep. guys wouldn't lift a damn finger to save me. Not even my own son. Ha 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 ha. Jokes on them. <laughs> Who I punched in the stomach to get here. Oh, oh Vegeta. Um, but yeah, oh, I actually did not notice this little animation detail. Uh, Seventeen has a watch. It's usually oh. just under his sleeve all the time, but there was a frame where he was doing like a little stretch, little stretch him. Oh yeah, he's got yeah. a wristwatch on. How fun! I forget when he claps, but I just liked the foley of the clap that didn't sound like a human hand doing it. It no, did yeah. sound a little off, like there was metal in there or something. It's just like some synthetic skin was slapping together. Mm-hmm. Clank. 
the fighting continues, and Vegeta finally gets a few good hits, but all this does is scuffs up 18's leggings, basically. Yep. And, and her cool vest. Oh my god. I'm mad about it. Credit where it's due, though. He does knock her down into a mountain, and it kicks up a dust cloud, and Vegeta lunges at the dust cloud, <gasps> knowing that he He's didn't learned. defeat her. He's learning. He's learned. Piccolo is right. <laughs> He's adapting. <laughs> Master of strategy, Prince Vegeta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a tactical genius. He's fighting a losing battle here, though, because he is rapidly fatiguing, and she is remaining the same intensity. Yeah. Yep. There, there's a as Piccolo a announces where, very loudly. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a moment where I really uh, began to appreciate Piccolo as a character, where he's he like he's proven to be like the guy for for analyzing what's happening, mm-hmm. while everybody else is kind of just like idiots. Where <laughs> Trunks is like, oh wow, he's actually he might actually win this. I can't believe my dad's so cool and strong. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta realizes that he's being toyed with. And this is when 18 delivers a finishing blow, which is just a devastating kick that dislocates his left arm. Oof. Jesus. Mm. God. With a single kick, Vegeta fucking, like, got sent into an emotional galaxy far from our own. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we like to call a moment to reflect. Yep. (laughs) A moment of clarity. Mm -hmm. He, He drops to his knees, clutching his arms, screaming... And Trunks can't sit on the sideline watching this anymore, and he lunges in to help. He's seen this uh, performance before. Uh, I can't remember if it was before or after she she lands the kick, but 18 uh, delivers a line that's, uh, uh, I know I'm being a little rough on you, but it's (laughs) the only way you'll learn. Yeah. And she's not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Joke's on you, I got a Zenkai boost up coming at me soon. (laughs) Yeah. It chokes on you. I don't learn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts for 135? I did have one for the Marin interlude. I wanted to give a special shout out to whatever foley was happening when Roshi was gushing out a rocketing nosebleed at the anime titty. <laughs> because it sounded like the the nosebleed gushing noise itself sounded like someone spitting out a mouthful of crackers. <laughs> it was just bad, bad, bad. Uh. Psychically, emotionally, it was n- not a good scene. Swell. Mm-hmm. This is this is about to become a tradition, where yeah. where Vegeta getting come up and one brutalized. Yeah, it is kind of like how you show how how powerful the villain is. I was gonna say it. It feels uh. like we hit the top of the power curve really fast yep. in this arc, at least as the protagonists are concerned. Right, because, like, who else can compete with Vegeta on the good team? Yeah. yeah. Other than Trunks well, and I Goku, mean, who is... good team in large right. uh, <laughs> finger quotes with Vegeta. <laughs> like, right. He, he went from easily destroying Android 19 with zero effort, really, yeah. to yeah. being, like, he can't really, like, barely lay a finger on 18. Yeah. Ah, uh, the Yamcha of the Android saga. <laughs> <laughs> Boy... Boy, Vegeta, honey, and uh, uh that, I, that's that's why this moment like really sticks with me. Is like one of my favorites in the whole series. Is Vegeta getting his arm fucking snapped? Oh, I feel like Vegeta is now. Yeah, he has definitely taken the place of the Yamcha. He is the now these the new litmus test to show mm-hmm. how super fucked the Z fighters are without Goku. 
Because we don't really need Yamcha to fill that role anymore, because we already... I mean, we already know. It's not impressive anymore yeah. to yeah, be able right. to beat Yamcha. Between all that, there was also Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was like, oh, Piccolo's having trouble with this guy, so, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, and before that, it was, it was Tien. <laughs> so? Who, who couldn't beat Piccolo. And huh? that's how you know Piccolo was the shit. I do think that Vegeta is a unique take on that principle, though. Because it is typically after he makes a very bad decision. <laughs> right. Whereas Yamcha is just, like, a dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. Vegeta's is, like, just desserts. <laughs> yeah. For the mm-hmm. most part. He is the prince of all dumbasses. He, it's, he it's earns also every dislocated arm that he gets. <laughs> fully, fully. Yeah. It's also unique in that he is arguably equal to Goku in most cases. So if whenever he goes down, it actually means something. There is real and present danger. Not just danger to Yamcha's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that going to do it for the episodes this week? I think so. That's all I got. Time to hail Satan. Oh, yeah. Hail Satan. So do we remember the name of the city that the androids appeared in? I've already forgotten. Uh, Piccolo called Personally. it North City. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. The, the Where the androids appear? No, I'm not sure. It's just an island near South it City. Was, no, it, was a... it was near South City. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it West? No, West is the one that the, like, Saiyans land in. Mm. I thought that was East City. It might have been. They're all cardinal directions. Yeah. Uh, But it was some island city. Anyway, what happened last time in Hail Satan is Piroshki, Karoni, Ms. Pizza, and Fidel secretly are on their way to investigate what happened under uh, Hercule Satan's command. Being the world champion now, he is want to look into all threats facing the planet. And uh, he has gone on TV to be a talking head, because that's what he does best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got an idea. Yeah? I want to say that through Videl's sleuthing skills and this fucking mystery machine shit he's got, she's got going, they all run into a bereft, a uh, distressed Dr. Senzu, stranded mm-hmm. in a pine tree. <laughs> yeah, I was curious if he was part of this mish, or if he was going rogue. Oh, I mean, Dr. Senzu always does his own thing. I mean, he did technically, like, kidnap Videl for, like, a minute. He did? On, on the beach episode. Or attempted, <laughs> um, attempted to. Yeah, tried to. Uh, but I want to say that, you know, they patched things up. It's fine. Senzu was acting out of hurt. Um, and Videl uh, adds him to the party, basically. Sure. So we got a scientist. <laughs> we got intel. I want to say he's going to convert their their demo mystery machine into some kind of a mech because that's just what he does in his spare time. Right. He's like, if it's a vehicle, it would probably be better as like a robo-ostrich. Is the thing. (laughs) It's only logical. (laughs) Agreed. And I'm also going to say that he's going to recruit (laughs) Johancha. His farmer brethren. Leave behind the sheep, my friend. (laughs) And, And see the truth. See the truth. Yeah, speak, yeah, the sheep herd and the sheep, aren't you, Johancha? <laughs> Listen to this podcast and see the light. <laughs> Go on, I'll wait. And then yeah. he just sits there and waits for him to listen to a podcast. Jesus, God. How long has the he podcast just, been going? <laughs> he How stares long does at this him. Take? <laughs> uh, it has 60 episodes and they're all three hours long. Yeah. Along with the Patreon link at the very end. <laughs> and <laughs> Videl gets impatient and just leaves just leaves them there. Can we? <laughs> can we? Him. Yeah, Videl's like, can we please just skip past the Pro Flowers ad? No. 
You need the special <laughs> offer code. You need the promo code. Here, well, you, you could listen at it at double speed, get twice How the content. How else will you send to Be- Beelzebarbara a bunch of beautiful blooms for the low, low price? <laughs> Do they know what they're looking for? Uh, Like, Senzu ran into Jiro. He probably knows who Jiro is. He knows who that he knows who that fool is. Here's, He's also a science man, so he would here's, know. Yeah. Here's my theory. He knows who Jiro, he knows who Jiro is and knows what he is capable of. He did just see he is his old colleague as like a biomechanical monstrosity. Yeah. And he's also and the next thing he sees is some fucking two, two peas in a pod, technically. <laughs> yeah, two senzu beans <laughs> in a. Um, <clears throat> so the next thing he sees is these fucking you know Scooby Doo toddlers running up yeah. on him. They're like, sure. "We're gonna solve the mystery of the androids," and he's like, "Oh, okay, let's try." Uh, this city that's very far away from where I'm saying he 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 makes the trail go cold out of a out of a protective need. Ah, uh, yeah. He's like, okay, maybe we can find the androids hiding at this local Barnes and Noble. A, uh, <laughs> a protective misdirection. Yeah. And that's when he goes off on his own. Yeah, uh, uh, he'll probably strike out strike out on his own after he leads the mystery gang. So I want to know what Poroshki, Caroni, and Miss Pizza are doing at all. <laughs> driving. What is, their, what is their process? Driving. <laughs> Videl's like six. She, she can't drive the van. Sure, but like when they get to a destination, she starts looking for clues, and they do what? They oh, are... I'm treating them as like just the Satan interns to Videl. <laughs> you know what I mean? They carry the gear. Yeah, she's like, so she's kind of, because she's Mr. Satan's daughter, she's like the Satan pro tempore. Yeah. So, like, anything anything she says should carry as much weight as Mr. Satan, but she's just... It's, it's like a retinue. Right, right. She's just like, uh, I, I, I don't know, get me like a, get me like a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, carry, carrying on the, um, the Scooby-Doo metaphor, they are collectively the Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> yeah, like where's the kitchen? Yeah, fully. Whereas Videl yeah. is just Daphne, Velma, and Fred all rolled into one. <laughs> yes, complete with a uh, complete with uh, Conan Edagawa fucking uh, lightning kicks. Uh, are there other characters that you guys want to check in on? It's been a while since we've done anything other than the Satan family because we were doing the the tournament for a while. Mm-hmm. The Satan family of products. Here's my question. How did the did the green eyed children patch things up? They they did Zeshin face each Bun. other. Yeah, uh, I think they split at this point. Ah, uh, there's bad the blood. Because mm-hmm. you know we got bad bun. <laughs> they the they out. have to find their own fortunes. <laughs> in the world. Fuck out. What you make me do? Look what you. Can we check in with Driver's Edge? Oh, what is she up to? She's tearing up the tracks. She's probably she's probably like looking for more landslides so she can watch orphans get saved. <laughs> Thrill seeker. Yeah. <laughs> like a tornado chaser, but just orphans. Yeah, and maybe buses. maybe she quits the driving school to like go thrill seeking like that. Yes. Like she found a new calling. She, she becomes go, like, like she becomes like one of those adventure Instagrammers, or like like a, a disaster reporter. Ooh, yeah. She, oh yeah, she was perfect. at the yeah. 
She was at the city when uh, 19 and 20 started wreaking havoc. Yeah. Now, is she in an, in an official capacity or is she a blogger? Oh, oh definitely. She's definitely on her own. Underground. Uh, what is her What is her production called? What is she? What? How is she branding herself? Her name is Driver's Edge. <laughs> that's her. Mm. That's what it says on the birth certificate. It's yeah. <laughs> Very good. First YouTube name Driver's, last too. name Edge. Uh, the the no Edge of Disaster. I like that. Edge of Disaster. Yeah. All right. She reports live from the scenes. Looks like someone's head got pulled through a car. That's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm alarmed with disaster reporting via like Blogspot. This is <laughs> this is creating a, an odd mental picture for me because I'm imagining I'm imagining someone uh, recalling truly horrific uh, 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 and cruel acts against humanity with the same like level of like well we need to get our SEO up right <laughs> yeah <laughs> as I ran to the carnage as fast as I could in my Louboutins. <laughs> uh, how's Mr. Shoe doing? Mr. Who? Mr. Shoe. Exactly. In the woods. <laughs> Did he go back Who? to the woods? Like, he, he found his way to the tournament, so he be- he found his way back to civilization eventually. Actually, Jay, I think you're onto something. I think he has an identity crisis and becomes Mr. Who. Mr. Who? Mr. Who am I? <laughs> yes. Fuck. Oh, oh my god. I want to see him Tarzan. <laughs> what do I even believe anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even care about algebra. I never cared about algebra. <laughs> I I want to use teen slang, man. And he's just like Spider-Man Tarzan swinging through the forest with his two whips. Which, which, which. I want to feel the wind on my skin, man. <laughs> I want to feel it blowing through my afro. I've never felt alive before this moment. <laughs> I want to know about these strangers like me. <laughs> Damn it. I've shed the Damn illusion it. of self. <laughs> I want to dance like no one's watching, man. This is a good ending for Mr. Shu. So I'm happy for him. I want to believe that someone that someone can change like this. Uh, any other factions or anything you guys are interested in exploring. Man, I'm good. You left me with Mr. Shu Eat, Pray, Lovin' in the Woods. Like, I'm yeah. I'm set for the next okay. fortnight. Uh, well, in that case, Jason. Yeah? Do you have a four-star reading and or obituary? I don't know what you could possibly... Yeah, we do. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So as y'all might know... At the end of this show, we like to do a little bitty horoscope reading from one of our DBZ characters, and the subject of to this more week... like a horrorscope. <gasps> horrorscope, I love that. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Patent that. That's like an android fever dream. TM 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 <laughs> TN TN TN. <laughs> the subject of this week is Android Twenty, aka Doctor Zero, uh, whose uh, manga debuted on a. Uh, August 13th, 1991, so that would make him a Leo by our standards, and that works for me. So, uh, Jero, this is for you. I hope you uh, take it to heart. You seem to have a bad habit of putting off until tomorrow what you can do today. It's especially apparent in all those little daily chores that just can't seem to, uh, seem to keep piling up. 
like writing to your loved ones, paying bills, getting or a checkup, an Android, <laughs> or you know, even just cleaning the house. You know, today is a great day to deal with your checklist, so just really seize the moment with your one hand. <laughs> Finally, uh... get around to letting those little teenagers out. <laughs> oh boy. Well, think on that, Jero. We expect mm. to hear back next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hear back from your, your head. Yeah, you got uh, nothing but time now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it, it just dawned on me why he was so nonchalant after he got his head chopped off. Mm-hmm. Because of something that's revealed later on. Uh, I don't want to go into spoilers. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but you have a point. Yeah. So many interesting implications in this this week. <sighs> you got me all secret. You, you got me all a lather, as as Napa would say. Secret secrets. <laughs> <laughs> this arc is full of them. Yep. Right. As the internet would would say, a picture of Frodo Baggins going, "Okay, keep your secrets." <laughs> Speaking of next week, uh, we're not going to be watching the show. Nope. God damn it. It's movie time. Yeah, we're going to extend out the secrets because we're going to watch the history of Trunks. All right. Yay. It's about time we learned what's going on in that other timeline. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening, friends. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week. Dave, you're up first. Where can people <laughs> find you on the internet? Yep, I can I can still be found, as stated earlier, at a T-S-Y-T-H-E site on Archive of Our Own. Matt. Yeah. Now that you're alive... What are you doing? Uh, well, I feel like the dragon pretty pretty much summed it up at the, the start of the show. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at MonumentousMatt or uh, anywhere else just about under Define Prague where you'll find my art, my music, uh, whatever. I just did a picture of uh, Saitama and Kenshiro kind of like eyeing each other up, sort of. It was fun. Jason. Hey. How about you? Well, by and large, you can pretty much just find me and the things I draw and the things I say more or less just on Twitter right now. And that's at jcavs. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. We are on Twitter under the name Destructo underscore Disc, D-I-S-C. There's a pinned tweet there that is an invitation to join our fan Discord, which is the Destructo Discourse Discourse Discord. And uh, we have an email address, which is destructodiscourse at gmail.com. And if you would like to help us out, I would appreciate it if you would rate and review us on any of the services that you use to find podcasts, such as iTunes or Google Play or any of those. And when you do that, please give us a four-star rating, because that is the Gohan Ball. Mm-hmm. Give us the Gohan. Give us the Gohan. We're not even, we're not even giving you banter anymore. We just need that <laughs> go on. Just demands. Mm-hmm. We said a while uh, ago we were done with asking nicely. Yep. For the Gohan. <laughs> it's yeah. true. The Gohan Six- will be delivered. Sixteen pops in. Did you say Goku? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, big guy. Uh-huh. Sun's getting real low. Did you say Sun Goku? <laughs> <laughs> I forget who said they were doing the sign off. Can I do it? Sure. Do it. Alright, this has been Destructo Discourse, and we're just getting warmed up!
Don't you be afraid, go fly away. Chala, and chala, no time to hesitate. Don't wanna search the earth, but then it was a magic surprise. Chala, and chala, be cool, don't be afraid. You got the power to get you through the night. Oh, chala, and chala. Be cool, don't be afraid. You got the power to get you through.